Producers of Podculture Vultures would like to apologise for the lateness of this episode. It is, however, an extended episode, so sit down, relax, enjoy and listen. Also, we'd like to remind the listener that these podcasts are free. And if they are any upset caused by the lateness of this podcast, you can all come and suck our balls. It's Glenn. Your tomatoes are Welcome to Pod Culture Vultures with me, Dino, and my hetero life mate, the K Dog. How's it hanging, boy? Bonsoir. Hey, hey. Hey. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff indeed. Indeed, indeed, Yes. So here we are, the final episode of our Halloween horror extravaganza. Yes, lovely stuff. But. Uh, before we get into that, yes. what have you been up to this week, love? I ran 10 miles the other day. Oh, yes, you did. Congratulations. Thank I saw you, you with your little medal on. I did have my little medal on, the old great self-run. Beautiful. Well yeah. done. Lovely day for it. It was wonderful. Yeah. I know. I know that the fucking roads were close, so that was a pain in the bollocks. But still, at least you did it. But at least I did it. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, no, no, congratulations, mate. Well done. Well done. And anyone else who participated as well, well done. Well Even done. The geese are dressed up as a pint of beer. I'm sure there was one. Pint of beer, yeah. Why not, eh? Pint of beer. Beer. Mr. and Mrs. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, have you seen any new movies at all? Uh, we speak about Bond last time. No. Uh, so I've seen, I have seen the latest Bond. You've seen it? I've seen the latest okay. Bond. Yeah. I thought it was very good. Really? I loved it. I absolutely yeah. loved it. If I'm... anyone saw on the old social post, I did go as far as to give it 10, ten out of 10. ten. Did you cry then? Yeah, I was emotionally compromised about oh, three or four times. Oh, blimey. Yeah. Now, I heard he dies at the end. Does he? <laughs> Is that a spoiler alert? <laughs> spoiler alert before you even announce spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, you'll, have to, you'll have to watch it and see, won't you? Well, it's called No Time to Die. Is it? Yeah. But at nearly three hours, I've got no time to watch What's it. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not your cup of tea, to be honest with you. Although, I will say that it doesn't feel like nearly three hours. It's a very good pace. Okay. And it does... I mean, the first like 20 minutes or so is outstanding. I mean, there's, yeah. there's no fucking about. Um, and they just get straight into it. And I, I thought the film was, was really, really good. And considering, like... How much I loved Skyfall of Daniel Craig's movies, I didn't think they would top that. No. And um, I think this one tops. Oh. So, uh, but I will go back and watch Skyfall, and I will report back as to whether I yeah. definitively think that. But this one was was the perfect movie for him to go out on. Cool. Yeah. It's really, I am. Um, really smart. I've had the different opinions about it, but to be honest, for me. I've got a feeling it's going to be too too long for me to sit through. And what? also with Daniel Craig pouting his way through. Oh, he loves it, doesn't he? Fucking pouter. Yeah. Mind you, I did, to be honest with you, I did go in with... James Pond. James Pond. Oh, do you remember that? That was a good one <laughs> yeah. the Amiga, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And James, James Pond 2. Yeah. <laughs> 
I did go in with fairly low expectations, which I think is always a good thing because it's better to do that, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, Spectre was all right, but it was nothing on Skyfall, and therefore you mm-hmm. thought, well, we've waited nearly two years for this film. Yeah. Um, I'll just, I've, you know, I've got no expectations for it, and it was, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good, good, good. That's 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 good. 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 Double good. That's good. But um, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think I'd get on with it. I mean, I tried to watch Dune yesterday. Oh, did you? The new one. Um, How long is that on for? That must be about two and a half hours, isn't it? <laughs> it's two and a half hours. So it popped up two and a half hours. So I thought, okay, all right, give it a chance. I think I lasted nearly nine minutes oh. <laughs> before I just thought, oh, I fucking can't be bothered with this. I just remembered how boring um, the other one is, David Lynch's one. Is it David Lynch? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it, though. I haven't seen, haven't you seen I haven't it? seen the original one. I no. know that Carl McLaughlin stings in it, but I've Well, that's I've the thing. I mean, it. I don't know if I can make it two and a half hours through this sort of film without Sting being in it. I mean, the draw on the other one is Stings in it. Stings in it, yeah. I don't oh, know what the plans are for this one, because... Well, it said it... part one as well, so that was another red Oh, it does flag. say part one. Yeah. It doesn't say that on the posters, and I know there's about six books. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It obviously won't go as far as six films, but... Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I'll have to check that out at some point. Well, anyway, yeah, so... I mean, don't listen to me. I only gave it nine minutes, but, you know... <laughs> we'll, we'll cover that a little bit later once I've watched yeah, it and I just thought oh, I could be watching uh, something else something naughty <laughs> something now in you no 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 no. I think I'll put on the new Nevermind the Buzzcocks which has come back on which is quite enjoyable um, um, I did however finish my rewatch of Sopranos oh yeah, yeah excellent so I got through all six seasons of that and the reason why I did that is I did that and then I wanted to watch the movie. The movie again, so it's the Saints of uh, Newark. Yeah. And um, I'll be honest, I got a lot more out of it the second time after watching the series because mm. it goes back and you can pick out all of, you can pick out all of the people that are in it but younger. Yeah. Which is another element to it. Also, some of the things they talk about that's happened in the past, you're seeing in the film. Um. But yeah, I got more out of it. As I say, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a, an amazing film. It's just sort of like an extension of um, Sopranos. But yeah. uh, I still need to watch the film. I really liked the TV series. Yeah, I would I would suggest, I mean, I know it's difficult with time, but watching the whole of the series first, <laughs> first or just watch something. I imagine someone out there has put a little pinpoint thing on YouTube yeah. where it picks out each thing you need to know before you go and watch that film. Probably. One thing I always, I always remember about the series <coughs> which I thought was, was very different mm. was uh, even now with a lot of these TV series they're either like, they're a certain duration aren't they? Yeah. Like Mandalorian will be what 25 minutes or something like that. 25 to 30 minutes. Yeah. You know Boardwalk Emperor I think was pretty much like bang on an hour. Yeah. Um, so they all had their kind of duration I mean the, the, the average is about 43 to 45 minutes. Yeah. Sopranos was really different because I remember watching it late at night. I'd be watching it in bed thinking, okay, I'll just smash through this episode before I go to sleep. And about an hour and 20 minutes later, I'm like, I'm sure this is going on a little bit longer. And you have (laughs) the odd episode, which was like an hour and 40 minutes and all that. And it would sort of really differentiate in that way. But um, Kind of like what they do on Netflix now, isn't it? Because there's no... They just put the story in and put a break in where it's sensible to have a have a break before the next episode. Well I just I liked the fact that they, they didn't feel like 
restrained in that sense. No. Like, okay, well, we want to tell this story in this episode, and if it's going to take an hour and twenty-five minutes, whatever, they're mm. going to do it. Um, yeah, so I really, I really like that. Lovely, lovely. Just yeah. looking, look, looking up onto the wall of the the newly decorated cave. Mm. Um, we've it's been not going finished. F- it's, well, okay, in progress. Yeah, we've been uh, taking the wee lad through the Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. So we watched, um, so we watched Temple of Doom on Saturday, mm-hmm. and he loved that. What's funny thing was, is we were actually out food shopping, and he was on the on the shopping cart going round and round, and when he was hanging oh, on the front, he was the... <laughs> no, 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 he hadn't seen it by that point. Really? So um, we'd finished watching Raiders the night before, yeah. And then I said to him, "Keep this in mind, because later on tonight, when we watch Temple of Doom, yeah." This is what Indy does. So then, when we watched it, we was like, "Ah, oh, Daddy, look, Daddy, look." Yeah. I mean, that's like just like India. I did that yeah. in the shop, and then we watched um, Blush Crusade. Blush Crusade. His dad in it. Henry George Junior. And uh, yeah, you love that one. And uh, yeah, I mean, just time... going back to Temple of Doom though, when they do do that when they're in the mines on that thing, it gets me every time. It's when Short Round's hanging out of the cart, and the other people are like trying to pull him across the other yeah. one. His arms look about ten foot long. He looks when like they Stretch do... Armstrong, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> when they do the uh, what? Yeah, the down shot, the the wide shot, wide yeah. shot. Yeah, it's like his arms aren't that long. <laughs> it reminds me at the end of RoboCop. Oh, what? Well, he's, he's got his long arms as he gets booted out the window. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He... Yeah, they are long. Old Dick Jones. No. What shall we talk about? House of a Thousand Corpses. Rob Zombie. 2003. 89 minutes long. Perfect time. The perfect time. time. Perfect time. Brilliant film. Uh, One of my top ten films. You'd go as far as to say top ten, would you? Top ten, mate, yeah. I love it. I love it. What's that about? Well, basically, it's, it's set... It starts off... On October the 30th, 1977, yep. which happens to be the actual day before I was born. And the year of Star Wars. Well, yeah, but who gives a shit about that? We're talking about me here. All right, calm down. <laughs> Mr. Ego. All right, ploppy pants. Son of, Mr. <laughs> floppy, son of floppy. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's about, obviously it's a homage to 70s horror films. I'd say it's hugely influenced by Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also, I do think there's a lot of um, natural-born killers, cutaways, and different styles of film in it. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, you you can see because this was his first film, wasn't it? It was. This his was first, first film. film so yeah. this is this is definitely a film of of him finding his feet. As a as a filmmaker, yeah, and you can see all these different homages, and, and you know, definitely he's he's got the ideas, isn't he? You say from um, films like Natural Born Killers, yeah, cutaways. I think Zombie himself is uh, a huge horror fan. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously his band White Zombie, that's a horror film as well, isn't it? So, uh, but um, yeah, so it's basically it's uh, two couples. They're going on a trip. Um, through the southern parts of uh, America, um, I think they're going to one of the girls' family homes. But on the way, they're trying to find different sort of weird and wonderful mm. attractions to write about. And <clears throat> on the on the way, 
they happen upon um, Captain Spaulding's um, House of Mur uh, Murder and Horrors, which is fun. It's, uh, it's like a little gas station, isn't it? Yeah. It's a little gas station, but he's got his own little, like almost like horror fun fair at the back of yeah, it. Yeah, but it's kind of like not... It's based on real serial killers yeah <laughs> isn't it and real i mean there's even a picture of myra hinley and ian whoever it is on the wall in the shop that's it yeah that's who it was yeah because it's it's quite prominent in the background is it i mean it's not in yeah. focus but you you can recognize yeah. the characters yeah. um yeah there's a lot of reference to serial killers in in it um the, the in the car when they're driving eve says about the manson girls mm. and how they're really hot and that that's <laughs> it yeah yeah um but yeah so they they go in to uh captain spaulding's um gas chicken and murder ride stop oh yeah because it's not enough that he it's a gas station which serves gas snacks and there's also a funfair of, um, of horror yeah he's also got his own like kfc going in there yeah. as well his little bags <laughs> Greasy. Don't, forget your, don't forget your chicken yeah <laughs> <laughs> I like that his t-shirt's great and I was like, it's got a hot dog on the front and on the back it said if I wanted to listen to an arsehole I'd fart <laughs> <laughs> class yeah so they go on they, they stop off and then they go on this murder ride and they go through various serial killers throughout the ages one of them being um Albert Fish, which is a mm -hmm. really old, old, I think it's like eight, possibly the 1800s. Anyway, it's really old, but he was a weird bloke and he, he did actually stick needles in his scrotum. And oh, that's that's the geezer getting spanked. Yeah, yeah, he was really. So, really but, so basically, when they're, going, when they're going through this little funfair of horrors, it's, it's very much like. Going through, you sit on the little tram thing, isn't it? And they're yeah, they're like a ghost through. train, like a ghost train. Yeah, but much more shit your pants. Yeah, and there's all these little scenarios they stop off at, and Captain yeah. Spaulding's given a breakdown, isn't he? Of, of yeah. these different, um, these different like masters of horror, as it were. Yeah. But this geezer you're talking about is getting a right old spanking, isn't he, from some bird yeah. with the old nails added to the end of the yeah. old uh, your rod. Yeah, and I'll, he's getting I'll it smashed straight right into his retina. I think, do you know um, Marilyn Manson, all of the band are named after supermodels and a serial killer? I think the Well, drum, he himself isn't. It's Marilyn Monroe and Charles, Charles Manson. Manson. Yeah, the, 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 two, Cheers, Brian. the two biggest. But I think the drummer, he was Fish. He's something Fish. So that's what He I'm was, thinking. yeah. Um, and then Twiggy Ramirez. Twiggy, Twiggy Ramirez, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then they say he shows the Ed Gein thing where. Yeah. Chopping the old head off, uh, yeah, um, leg. ankle off, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's always, it reminded me of misery, but I know yeah. she doesn't. She doesn't chop his ankle off, but I mean, yeah. it's good as, isn't it, with the old hammer? She hobbles him, doesn't she? Fucking hell, that's bad. That is bad, isn't it? <laughs> bad, yeah. That's fucking horrendous when it happens. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then at the towards the end of the ride, they talk about a local legend of Doctor Satan, mm. who was a mad doctor who was working on um, patients in an asylum to create his own mad army. Madder than Mad Jack McMad. Brian Mad, winner of last year's Madman competition. <laughs> um, yeah, so then they, they, they're getting very interested in uh, this legend of Dr. Satan. I think one thing, just to mention quickly, is these 
one of these the members of this of this foursome is Rain Wilson. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, because I'm quite. Yeah, because I've only seen this film once before. I think mean, yeah. when it first came out, what two thousand three. Yeah. So since then, I've obviously recognised him in other things like The Office and what was this, the superhero film he did, which was pretty good. That was just called superhero, isn't it? Super? No, the one with Ellen Page. Well, that Elliot is quite Page, dark, isn't it? It's very dark. That yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. That I, I'm sure it's one. just called Super or something like that. Oh, it's called Super. Yeah. Just Super, yeah. Because at the end, there's a, the voice of God is Rob Zombie. Oh, is it? Film. Oh, yeah. that'd be a connection, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you've got Rain Wilson as one of the party. Yeah, who's uh, obviously Dwight from the American office. Well, which is... Uh, but the rest of the cast are like old, sort of 70s, sort of horror, been in horror films or TV Stars like Sid Hag, who's uh, Captain Spaulding. He's been in like loads of stuff, like T.J. Hooker, Chips, that oh, sort of classic. <laughs> you know I mean, he always pops up as some sort of villain in one of those films. I, I don't know if he's been in the A Team. Ah, uh, probably. If he's been in them, he's probably just adding yeah, that one to his tomahawk, can he? Yeah, he's got old uh, Hannibal. He's dressed up as a Chinaman with a big long moustache. Big long moustache. Colonel Decker's going mental trying to find him. <laughs> <laughs> Who else you got on there? I mean, I noticed Bill Mosley's in it. Obviously, Bill Mosley's in it. Yeah. He, um, his character is very much based on Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of tortured person who's a fucking psycho. But um, yeah, and um, Paul Tom Goggins, which I've. Oh yeah, let's wait for that. Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll put on the bat ball on, baby. Well, the two the two other I'll mention now because they're only sort of like, you know, yeah, not as profile as Walton Goggins, but Michael J. Pollard, who's at the gas station, he yeah. works at in. He's the geezer from Tango and Cash, isn't he? He's like Q yeah, for in Tango Bond, and Cash, yeah, because he gives Kurt Russell the old gun with the laser, doesn't he? Yeah, I, like, I know him from somewhere. And yeah. the other one was Harrison Young. Now this one took a little longer for me to finally work out where he was from. This is the the father to the main girl. Yeah. And I was thinking, where on earth have I seen him? He plays the older version of Matt Damon from Saving Private Ryan. Do you remember uh, at the beginning and you only see him at the end? You've never seen it? No. You've never seen Saving Private Ryan? No. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. Well, <laughs> something is. fucking Tom Hanks, isn't it? I've seen it? Um, Shaving Ryan's Privates. <laughs> All right, but... um. I don't know about that now, but uh, no, well, you're you're yeah, mi- oh, you're missing the trip, mate. One of the best. That's the thing, though. That that what you just said about that guy. They they always seem to have teenage daughter, really old dad. It was it was very much an eighties thing. I know we do, we do a lot of eighties stuff, but very much back then. Yeah. Because I mean, even going back to um, Friday the Thirteenth. Do you yeah, know? Do you mean like when she yeah. does a biology? She's like, oh, you see, this is my biology project. Yeah. And she sort of um, seduces the teacher. But even the teacher's like fucking ancient. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. Sleepy Joe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but they tend mean, to do yeah. that sort of around that sort of... Or do they just look older? Because I find that sometimes, like, when you see, especially guys from the 18... Um, 18. From the 18? Even the 18. Well, even the 18. Oh, 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 oh what's his team. name? Was, um, Hannibal was probably a lot younger than you thought he was. But because know. of the big hair... 
mean, like the geezer. Do you remember the geezer who played Peter Parker in the in Spider Man TV series? Yeah, he was in Sound of Music. Yeah, he looked quite young, but at the same time, you you could you would believe if he was about forty years old because mm. he had the hair and then yeah. he had the suit with the flares and stuff like that. It's almost like and the beige and the brown. You know, suits and the beige and the brown. But you know what I mean? They some people back then looked older. Yeah, really I think were. so. But I just think it's very much a thing, especially in a lot of American stuff, is where when there's like a horror film like this, you get a really concerned parent who's much older. I suppose that's what makes it more believable. They're more conservative, and anyway, but yeah, so you were. Uh, He's in it. Yeah, he's in it. But um, the other one, the, the mother Firefly, she, I can't remember what her name is, but she's in a lot of 70s horror stuff. She looked familiar, I couldn't, I couldn't pin it down. I knew I knew that the, the the blonde one was Rob Zombie's missus. Sherry Moon Zombie, yeah. Is that her name? That's her name, yeah. She, okay. She's only in his films. Yeah. I was reading... He definitely it. wanted to get her ass out on camera though, didn't he? Oh, lovely though, <laughs> But, um... Yeah, it does cut between quite a lot of stuff where she is very wearing very little. But she was um, choreographer and dancer for when the Rob, um, White Zombie went out. Oh, really? Yeah, and she's only in his films because she's like his muse sort of thing. A bit like Michael Caine's Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yes, yeah, I think she's only ever appeared in one other film that wasn't directed by Rob Zombie. Which is the remake of the Toolbox Murders? Haven't seen it. Which is the guy that did Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, okay. And he's friends with him. Obviously. No, I haven't seen it. No, no, I haven't seen that. No, no. what would you? What no. if you brought, brought Private Ryan? That's it, yeah, or shaving. Shaving Ryan's private. But um, <clears throat> yeah, so there's basically these four kids. They they get a flat tire. Well, someone of the family shoots the tire out. They um, then run into Baby, which is the the daughter, which is Sherry Moon Zombie. That's her name in it, Baby. Yeah, she's randomly hitchhiking, hitchhiking isn't it? In a, yeah. a tiny umbrella in the pouring rain, offers some assistance. Um, they go back to her gaff, don't they? Well, you, Dwight does, first of all, doesn't he? goes on his own. Oh, Rain Wilson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the rest of them sit back in the car. And this is when you know something's not quite right, I found. Well, two things. One thing is, what, why was she just standing there? Now, yeah, they don't right. pick up on that, but no. that, that seemed really weird to me. Yeah. But what really, I think, would have triggered alarms is, as soon as they get back there, she says, oh, let me go see, is it her brother? Yeah. Yeah, let me go ask my brother if he can tell you tow your car. Yeah. And she comes in, immediately comes out, and as Ray Wilson sort of says something like, oh, can we go in? Yeah. To talk to him, she said, "No, he's already on his way." And I'm thinking, "Yeah, hang on a minute, nobody's that double quick." No, but would you've not also been a bit um, concerned with the fact that there was loads and loads of dolls, weird dolls out yeah. with no eyes in it? <laughs> that would have raised a few fucking eyebrows for me. Well, definitely, yeah, from an audience member because Rob Zombie definitely makes a thing of continuously showing you these eye burnt out little doll things. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be just to show you that she's fucking out there man well she is like Pluto she's gone yeah um, well this beer's good but <laughs> anyways to, we won't go through the whole plot but basically this family is a nut, nut nutcase family 
like the Sawyers in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. There's loads of shoes left lying around, but obviously we've, we've found, work out that they're the, all the victims that they've uh, they've been. Uh, well, that's where it's very much. Is, that's where it's very much the same, isn't it? It's it's a group of young individuals on the road on their way to something, stumble across, yeah. you know, someone a family that they maybe they shouldn't have. And yeah. then they just get caught up in this this complete like underworld Weird of pantomime of what they're trying to do, and yeah. it's like the night before Halloween, and they they kind of say we've got a well. First of all, they do the dinner, don't they? Which is exact an exact exactly homage not, yeah. Yeah. to Texas Chainsaw Massacre when they do that, and um, Grandpa Firefly is really funny in that. He's the old fella. Oh, the geezer with the sideburns. Yeah, yes. massive, <laughs> massive sideburns. sideburns. Um, yeah, he and, looked really familiar. Yeah, I don't know what he's. he's I think been. he might be just one of those people you. He looks familiar, but he's not, or you recognise him from mm. something, but you can't quite pinpoint it. You know, you get some of those actors, don't you? Yeah, they're in everything, but you can't really nail it down to one thing. What nah. they've been in. Nah. There's but also yeah, a running subplot story where five cheerleaders have gone missing, and they're obviously in this house. Yes, that, that's it, and yeah. they're being fucking tortured and. God knows what, yeah. yeah. But after they've sort of had this dinner, they kind of uh, say they're going to put on this little Halloween Eve show. And the grandpa guy, he's the stand-up, isn't he? And he's like, some kind of bad-looking <laughs> grandma pussy. Anything pussy. just keeps going on. It's like, you know, going on and on and on. But then it all kicks off, doesn't it? That's when it kicks off with uh, Baby and the... Rain Wilson's girlfriend because she sits on his lap, doesn't she, while she's doing the Betty Boop thing? That's it, yeah. Um, but also at the dinner as well, which is really weird because Otis turns up, Bill Mosley, yeah. and he's got a fucking pickled baby in a jar. It's really Yeah, scary. that's really odd. And they, they, sort really of, weird. they almost like care for it like it's a real, yeah, still, like alive still alive baby. Yeah. Yeah. But later on, you go into the room, there's fucking loads of them, isn't there? But, but that is very much like. Texas Chainsaw Massacre again, you know, with like, um, is it the grandma who's, who's dead? What, in the part, the second one? The second one, yeah. Yeah. But they still treat her as though she's alive. Yeah. So it's almost like the baby in the jar is almost, again, you can see where his, his influences are coming from here, can't you? Yeah, definitely. And it's kind of like these weird inbred families that haven't really... Very isolated. Yeah, no social skills. But um, it kind of then, it kind of then cuts to to them being basically um, subdued, doesn't it? And uh, obviously, then they they uh, does it go to the next day straight away? I can't remember. It goes. Yes, it does. No, it yes, it does. It does. It goes to the next day. It's sort of like they all kind of get knocked out by. Whatever it is they use. Yeah, she yeah she wakes up, doesn't she? And she's been reclothed, yeah, which is which is a which is a nod to Alice in Wonderland, Wonderland, isn't it? Yeah, yeah the whole falling down the rabbit round down yeah. the rabbit hole, isn't it? And Bill Mosley sort of says some. What's he, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's like, she she asks about her friends or something. And he's like, oh, here he is here. No, she first she says, um, I've messed he, that up enough. No, he starts going on about her being privileged and all that because he calls her a Malibu Barbie middle-class piece of shit. And mm-hmm. he says, I'll take off your gag, but you've got a 
promise that you won't scream. Oh, she's tied in the chair, isn't yeah. she? Yes, yeah. And she's asking where her boyfriend is. With a dancer's hat. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's asking, it's really strange. But she's asking where Rain Wilson is. Mm. Um, and basically then it cuts to showing you what's happened to him the night before, which is in sort of a different sort of... It's different setting, isn't it's it? Different setting, different filming... And basically... Again, it's going back to that sort of what you said before when it was the natural born killers. Killers thing, yeah. It's almost like that. And it's going to be like a horrific scene because Rain Wilson is tied to the wall, like in a sort of Christ, or Jesus Christ pose. Jesus, uh, yeah, Jesus. As uh, Chris Cornell would say. Um, but then they put on some disco music, Baby and Otis, and then they just start slashing him up. Mm. And then... Uh, Bill Mosey cuts his fucking hand off. Uh, Dwight's hand, I mean. Dwight's hand, And yeah. starts tickling his nose with it. Anyway, he says, do you really want to know what your boyfriend is? And he wheels out the, uh, the obviously, the corpse of, uh, of Dwight. And they've kind of carved him out and mashed him into some sort of weird fish type thing. Is it fish boy? Or fish, fish boy, yeah. Fish boy, yeah. I've turned him into fish boy! So that was horrific. That was that reminded Fucking me of creepy. It is creepy. It reminded me of being I don't know why of Kevin Smith's Tusk, which yeah. which is fucking horrible. It Absolutely is yeah. horrible. How how and just going off topic quickly. How how you've got a filmmaker who created films like Clerks and Warrats yeah. went on to make that film. Yeah, I could never watch that film again. No, it was, I could. It's, it was, it's really disturbing. Horrible. I think it's that because he did Red State, didn't he? With now Red State, State, really. We should do that one because yeah. that is fucking amazing. It is a that good film. film. Yeah, really. And again, tense, horrible. But again, that was his first foray into that kind of genre, though, wasn't it? Yeah. When he came away from, I the think whole with comedy. Tusk, what how that came about was he does his podcast with. I can't remember which one he was doing it with. I think it's like um, it's either Fat Man and Batman or something, or I can't remember. But obviously, <laughs> he's on the old uh, Shandy. Yeah, the old no, the uh, oh the other Moroccan one. Woodbind, <laughs> and he came up with an idea of someone being turned into a walrus. Yeah, that's where the that's scene where it came, came from. from. Yeah, and then, but that film is kind of like I get, I'm guessing like a. Human centipede type horror film, but oh, it, yeah, it really one. is quite disturbing what he does to him. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. I didn't yeah. I didn't like that one. I didn't like. I mean, it was. I liked the film because I think it's one of those films where it disturbs you that much, it stays with you. And on and on the same side note of us being dis- distracting ourselves, um, I watched a film last night called Old. M- yeah, M- I've got it to watch. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I've got it to oh, watch tomorrow. Oh my yeah. god! It, wow! Yeah. Absolutely wow! I won't. I won't say any yeah. more. But then, yeah, because I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. I've got it on the old. Uh, yeah, do it. Do it. Got it on the old uh, back burner. Do it. <laughs> do it. So Puck, Bacardi and Coke. Do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Anyway, so back to House of Thousand. Yeah. Quarters. So Dwight from the American office. He's out of the picture now. He's gone. Mm. Obviously, his girlfriend's very upset about that. Well, you would be, of course you would. You'd be miffed, wouldn't you? And uh, then we kind of cut to um, the the father of the other girl they're going to is um, is concerned because they haven't turned up. 
They were supposed to be there at 11 o'clock the night before. They've not turned up. So he kind of phones the local sheriff department to say what's gone on. And that's when you get Walt on Goggins and the other fella. The other fella... Um, I didn't actually check it, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. He looked really familiar. Yeah, he's I, been quite a lot of stuff. I can't... I mean, if you bear with me, I might actually look it up now. But he looked really, really familiar, like the actual sheriff. And then there he is, Walton Goggins, who is his... Um, like his deputy, isn't he? Yeah. But Walton Goggins being... Fucking amazing. Incredible. And what sort of films has he been in? He's been in everything. He's been, he's been in, in, everything. in Tarantino's. He's in uh, Django Unchained. He's in Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, that's it, yeah. He was, he was in, in The Shield, wasn't he? He was in The Shield. He was in Sons of Anarchy as a post-op transsexual. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah, see, he's brilliant. That he's dessert. really good. Who's who's the who's the character who falls in love with him? Um, that is he's uh, my favourite character. Isn't yeah, it? I can't remember his name. Kim Coates. That's yeah, his real name, tr- isn't it? It's been a tree, tree, T R tree. I can't remember. Tr- is it tree, trig or trigger? Trigger. I like Dave, but uh, yeah, really, really, really good in that. And also, he's a brilliant comedy actor. He's in. Uh, um, School Presidents, I think that's what it's called, with um, Danny McBride. Ah, oh, see, this, yeah, this is what, okay, so the guy, going back to... The, the guy, other, yeah, the sheriff. Yeah, the sheriff guy, mm. um, Tom, Tom Towles. Yeah. He died in 2015, unfortunately. Yeah. He's the, um, he's one of the bad guys out of the film Miami Vice, with the with the uh, Farrell and yeah. Jamie Foxx, he plays the um, like the white supremacist leader who um, chews a lot. Oh, yeah. right. That's yeah. who he was. Yeah, that's. Is it going to really annoy you for me to say that I haven't seen that either? Well, no, because I'm not surprised whatsoever. But you haven't seen that film, so if you haven't seen Saving Private Ryan, there's no way you've seen Miami Vice. Uh, I think I think you like you like the Farrell, don't you? He's all right, yeah. Yeah, I think you like it. It's good. Yeah, I know. Give it a go. I think it's just one of those ones that slipped away. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. All right. Um, I, I know our compadre, the beard, loves it as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so that yeah, yeah. Tom Tiles he was in, he was in Miami Vice. Um, yeah. And then back to a house, a house of a thousand corpses. <laughs> back to it. Back to it. Well, they put the girl who's in the Alice in Wonderland outfit. They put her down with the brother Tiny. And he's been in lots of stuff as well. He was in... He's, he's, he's really tall, giant of a man. Um, oh, yes, because unfortunately he passed away he some did, time ago. Yeah. But he... I, I remembered... Yeah, I remembered him because he was in... Big, Big Fish. Fish. Yeah, yeah it's the giant. Big, isn't that's it? right. But yeah. tiny. But I think it's funny because he comes down the stairs with his breakfast and they're called Agatha Crispies, which is brilliant. That's right, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Are they not in something else as well? What? The uh, serial. Are they not bl- plugged in another film? I feel like I've seen them in another no, film. I don't know. I would have thought they were just... Uh, just for that one. Just for that, okay. yeah. Yeah. He's very much like Leatherface, actually, the tiny character, because he, he, he's obviously been burnt Yeah. like Freddy Krueger, but he also wears the mask to cover his face. Concealed. But he's also got that tiny bit of compassion yeah. of wanting to help. Because he offers the girl the something to eat, doesn't he? 
yeah, which looks like some sort of like dog food. He starts scoffing it, and she asks, you know, can you let me go? And he does it without thinking, doesn't he? Yeah. And that's it. And then and then she basically go tries to leave, don't she? And then old is it Bill Mosley comes down and yeah, tells him off. And what that is that that is the same as in Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. Yeah. When Leatherface and Chop Top Bill Mosley and Leatherface lets her go. And yeah, it's just like, I thought that as well. Yeah. So that's after that. But um, yeah, then you've got the other guy, the long haired guy who's a bit annoying. He's like a fucking annoying student type bloke who thinks he's funny. Thinks everything's amazing. Oh, Ray Wilson's yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, he's got his beanie on wearing it like a fucking smurf. And uh, he's always made that kind of character where I'm surprised he didn't try to talk his way out of it. He always came across yeah. that kind of guy, like and I'm not like a yuppie business kind of salesman guy, no, but almost just like, like yeah. oh, watch me, I'll be able to talk myself out our yeah, way out of joke, it. Joke out of it. Joke out of it. Yeah. But, um, sort of not as good and not not quite as far as uh, Jack Black type. Yeah, I said, yeah, like a shit Jack Black. Yeah. yeah. Shit Jack Black. Shit Jack Black. Shit Jack Black. Yeah. Shit Black. Shit Jack. Shit Jack. Shit Jack. Jack shit. Shit Black. Um, <laughs> so we see him tied into a chair, similar to the girl, uh, but Baby comes in and uh, starts cutting his hair. And oh, he does, and he just starts like hacking it off, doesn't he? Because he's got long hair, and she starts hacking it off, and then she asks him who her favourite actress is actresses and uh, he gets it wrong so she f- scalps him basically didn't she it looks or it looks yeah yeah with the cutthroat razor boom, and then peels his just peels uh, his like, noggin off doesn't mm. she yeah then then sort of after that it, it's uh, the grandpa and Otis are watching the monsters yeah on TV and I thought that was quite good because that's Rob Zombie's new project is the new reboot movie of the monsters? Is that what he's doing next? That's what he's doing next. He's that. Oh, is he? Yeah, they've they've put that's actually in production. They've got the house. They showed the house the other day on some pictures on the lot where he's oh, doing it. I used it. to love watching that. Yeah, so it's it it great. Yeah, but that and um, what other TV shows that. Uh, because they were a little bit before our time, weren't they? But oh was, yeah. There was that, and then there was also the was the Land family. of Giants. Yeah. Do you Land of the Giants, Giants Adam Sandler, and and then what was the uh, Danger Will Robinson? Uh, Lost in Space. Lost in Space. Yeah. They were those kind of TV shows you would see on like a Sunday afternoon or so yeah. after you roast dinner and. Channel Four always used to rerun yeah. them. I used to like. Yeah, I used to like the monsters. I didn't see the monsters. I really liked that. I preferred that to Adam's Family. But it's weird because the guy that plays Herman Munster, he's the judge in My Cousin Vinny. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. Is he really? Yeah. I thought, oh, because it's like an old, old programme, isn't it? Because it's black and white. But yeah, he's the judge in that. No, I think it was like 70s, wasn't it? Was it like 60s or 60, 70s? But made to look as though it was 30s, 40s or something. It could have been. I wouldn't have thought they'd had it in black and white, though. I might be wrong. Oh, no, I think they, they, they just made it. Like that, well, they made they? it black and white. I think they made it black and white oh, we'll to make look. it look older. We'll have a look at that. Yeah. Well, if anyone knows, then you know, and we're talking shit here. Answers on a postcard. So yeah, on a postcard. Put that into the monsters, nineteen sixty-eight. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. But <laughs> that then <laughs> it goes to obviously. Um. 
Walton Goggins, the sheriff, and the girl's father are on the actual at the house, aren't they? Yeah, they 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 find it, don't they? They arrive, yeah. they're there snooping it out. Yeah. You've got Tom Tolls, who's talking to baby's mum. Yeah, Mother Firefly. So she's kind of charmed him into going in. Into it. Sitting down and they're having a chat. The other two are then scoping out the rest of the house. rest of the house. Yeah. Or outside. Outside. The Otis and um, the other lot have sort of picked up this police outside. The Rosers. The Rosers. Then they go to the big um, shed the Walton Goggins and the... Oh, out the back, yeah, yeah. Back, Open it, and it's just like, it all goes into slow motion in that sort of music over it, and there's all of the five cheerleaders that are obviously dead, they've been carved up. The bloke's daughter's tied up with blood all over her, yeah. but still alive, and uh, they're just absolutely panicking then, as you would. And, um, well, yeah, you don't expect to see that though, do you? I mean, I know that the house looks a little bit dodged, but you yeah, don't expect, no, no, you don't expect to yeah. open up a shed and then wallop. There you yeah, go, there yeah. they are. There they all are. Done in. Yeah, and then obviously the uh, the father of, of this girl, she, he cops it because he gets a bullet through his back. He well, he gets, tries to run away though, doesn't he? Does. He tries to run away and then um, yeah. a shot goes off or a couple of shots... Yeah. In the back, he goes down and you're not too sure who it was. And then, then you realise it's Otis. It's Otis because then he's got a gun on Walton Goggins. Yeah. But there's so long a time because uh, um, Walton Goggins kneels down and obviously Otis puts the gun to his head and there's like a pan shot which goes right out and up oh, to mate. show oh. a bird's eye view. Oh, mate, that, that was... Do you know what? I mean... I know we haven't got like towards the end yet. I thought that was the worst fucking bit of the movie. Really? It was. Well, it's, it's horrible. Because oh, as in horrible? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. time is suspended. Yeah. And you've got this massive, this wide shot, as you say. You know, the camera sort of pans out. It's a big wide shot, yeah. and you're just you're waiting. And it's it's to quote Agent Smith, it is inev- inevitable. Yeah. And um, inevitable. He doesn't go if inevitable. That's me just fucking up what I'm saying <laughs> um, but um, you're just you're just waiting for it and for a moment I actually thought I had to click the remote because I thought have I paused it yeah but it goes on for so long and you're just thinking it builds up so much suspense and it's just and like, the tension isn't because you think yeah. is, is Walton Goggins is he actually going to do anything see Walton Goggins has got such a great name that you have to say it in full yeah he's one of those people Walton Goggins, you, know, you, can't Goggins, yeah. Walton. you can't say Walton or the Gogster or the Gogster yeah, yeah. Goggy yeah. Um, old Goggles but yeah, it builds up, doesn't it? And it goes on for, I mean, what we're saying, at least 15 seconds, which doesn't sound long. That. doesn't yeah, sound long, but it's totally looking at the same thing. Yeah, because it pans out and stops, and he's just with the gun there for ages, and then all of a sudden you hear it go off, and the smoke go out the back well, of the It goes off in Goggins slow motion, head. doesn't it? Yeah. And the smoke comes out of water on Goggins. That was, yeah, just full of up time. That was horrible. Yeah. yeah. Just because you you just you're waiting for it, you know what's going to happen. You can really emphasize you're, you're the really there, aren't you? You're, you're there in the moment, aren't you? Yeah. But um, yeah, and um, sort of after that, it's uh, it's, like it's Halloween. Then that day that we're on, it's Halloween. That's Halloween, thirty yeah. first of October, nineteen seventy seven, the day I was born. What? 
So <laughs> they have some sort of weird ritual going on, don't they? Um, which they've kind of got the three remaining teens. Yeah. And um, Otis comes down the stairs and we realise that he's wearing the face and body or the chest... Of her dad. Of her dad, yeah. Which really fucking looks like him. I mean, that was really... I mean, I've got to say... Oh, the, yeah, yeah, that, it does. In really, terms yeah. of like special effects... It does, yeah. That was really good because it looks spot on like it the geezer, really it? did look like him. Mm. And what he does is, which is, I know it's, just, it's awful, but obviously he goes up <coughs> to the daughter of the guy and he, he sticks his tongue out of the thing, doesn't he, and starts kissing her. He squashes the face as well, doesn't he, and yeah. he sticks the tongue out. It's all yeah. a bit odd. Yeah. But she's looking at the face and then it kind of cuts to Christmas home video. Because she's realising that it is a... It's her dad, isn't it's it? Her dad, Again, yeah. it's doing the natural born killers thing, yeah. It's done and it, the Oliver Stone thing, isn't it? And it's really pushing the... the you know, of how awful it actually is. But, um, yeah, interesting. And it just gets even more crazy after that, doesn't it, really? Yeah. I also like... Because there is a scene when... Um, Which is that Alice in Wonderland element, isn't it? Definitely. Just spinning down the, the, the rabbit hole. Yeah. Everything's just it's getting worse. Getting out well, what's happening... What happens after this where they get into ritual, they do... They dress them up as bunnies, don't they? The white bunnies. Yeah. And they send them down the rabbit hole. That's it, yeah. Basically. But before that, there's a scene where um, Baby and the brother who had the tow truck go to a liquor store to, uh, to buy shitloads of vodka and stuff. Yeah, but it's called uh, Red Hot Pussy Liquor. Which I, f- I thought was a really pointless scene. Why? I just... I didn't see the point in it. I really didn't... Mm. I, it was one of those scenes where I watched it and I was expecting something. Now, I don't expect them, like, you know, to murder the guy or anything like that. No. Or, Goober. I suppose, if anything, I just kind of expected the guy to be kind of in on it. But they just mm. kind of went there, went to buy booze, got their booze, and then they left. Well, I just think it, it's kind of reminiscent of a lot of Grindhouse films where they do have scenes like that, where it's just showing you going to buy loads of booze and stuff because mm. it's they're bad. That's kind of... Do you get what I mean? Or they're using money that they've stolen. And also, I think it was just a way of putting in the... Red Hot Pussy Liquor. Because that's what it was called, like liquor as in drink. Yeah, you know, you know I get that. I mean, maybe maybe that sell was. sell a t-shirt then, aren't you? Well, you suppose you could sell a t-shirt. But just, <laughs> I don't, just it didn't seem like it seemed, um, served any purpose to me. No, I don't. I, I think you're right. It doesn't serve any purpose to the story. Mm. But I just thought it was quite a good, funny scene because the guy that serves him is called G Uber. G-Uber, like, yeah. G-Uber. Well, he's had it uh, altered, didn't he, on his name? Uh, but someone keeps putting another O in it, so his name's Goober. That's <laughs> not my name, and she just calls it so Gooba. Yeah. She just keeps still causing it. But, um, Poor sword. Yeah. So, yeah, Otis is done up like some sort of weird... It's... This is what I thought. At the end, when you're getting towards the end, and they're doing... They're kind of like they're doing a sacrifice, but that was very reminiscent to me of the Wicker Man. Yeah. That sort of stuff. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah. Because Otis is dressed as some sort of weird priest. Lord Somerville. 
Oh, it's fucking brilliant, isn't it? And I'm not talking about the remake, which was terrible, but yeah, yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. about like the original with... Edward Woodward. And uh, Christopher Lee. Yeah, and Christopher Lee is Lord Somerville. It's just incredible. Like That little dance he sort of does. and mm. Yeah, I can see what you mean, because at the end, when he's in like full sort of... Regalia. Yeah, regalia. So, yeah, and he's got the old mop on, isn't he? And he's doing the old dancing with the old... Yeah. Knives or what was the term? What was the what are they called? Size, it's like a little, little size, isn't it? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like yeah, children of the like, corn, children of the corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That is. Scissors, yeah. sides, sides. Yeah, um, wasn't well, yeah. Well, you know what I mean, don't you? But yeah, he's it's definitely yeah paying tribute to that. Again. Yeah, and he's got the cross on his head like the Manson Charles Manson and the yeah. Manson family. That's it. Yeah, and they lower they basically they've dressed him in. Little bunny costumes, which is weird, isn't they? And one of them runs away. But, see, this is another thing. Where have I seen those bunny costumes from before? I want to say it's like from a Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why, because it's the white bunny outfits with the pink run, circle. That they they are in something. That that's a nod to something else, and I still haven't yet connected the dots. Maybe someone who's listening to this would actually like to fill in. That blank, blank is blank, <laughs> but then that blank for us because I'm still yeah. trying to think of what it is that, no, that they are in, but they are in something. I have yeah. seen them in something, yeah. But anyway, so they get dressed up as bunnies, but one of them runs away, and obviously, Otis is going to shoot her, but baby says, Oh, I want her, and she chases after her and obviously stabs her to death. And that's it, that's the end of that one. That's a bit of a shame, isn't it? I mean, like, you know. Yeah. Top marks for trying, but I don't yeah. think you're going to get too far when you dress like that. No. And you're bound as well, aren't you? Yeah, you're bound. Yeah, but anyway, they, what they do bound. is they stick him in this weird sort of coffin-style wardrobe and lower him into the ground, like, as you say. Yeah, but they pick up the, don't they pick up the, the wise mouth one? And they, the, the giant guy, who looks like he could be like Val Kilmer's brother, Yeah. but just like built like a brick shit house. Picks him up and like full on fucking like wrestling slams him down that motherfucker, doesn't he? Into the thing, yeah. But then what I think is it kind of gets a bit too. Not. It's weird anyway. But they get lowered down into this sort of. It's almost like a well. But at the bottom, there's like loads of sort of. I I thought originally they were corpses, but they're not. They're supposed to be the patients that Dr. Satan had worked on. Is this a tunnel part? Yeah, so when they get lowered down and they go into water, there's loads of people, sort of like zombie-type people, pick, come up and try and drag them out. Oh, I missed out that of the water. <laughs> I think that's... Yeah, because I thought it was too... It was getting on the realms of being too, sort of, like, not realistic. Yeah. None, yeah. I don't know... I can tell you why I missed that bit a little bit later. What? I thought, yeah, yeah. You fell asleep. No, no, no. No, I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> oh, right. I didn't fall asleep through this film. But no, 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 no. C- c- continue. Um, James Woods. Contact. Continue. <laughs> James That's a great Woods. film. Woods. You should do the hard way. Oh, what with Michael J. Fox? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's that is brilliant. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, 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 come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um... So uh, they're supposed to be all of the um, patient, asylum patients that Dr. Satan has sort of tampered with. Right, yeah. And uh, you, they go, f- again, they go through tunnels, which is another nod to Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 when they're in that fun fair. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, it's yeah, all underground. Anyway, uh, cut a long story short, old funny boy he gets uh, caught and carved up by Doctor Satan. He's uh, just fucking gone. Doctor Satan, that's the geezer with all like the. He's almost like hooked up to something, isn't he? He's got all the yeah. Like, the other guy that's down there that's in the red and he's got the black sort of goggles on with no skin on his head. No, well, it's a it's a mask, but he's he's called the Professor. That's supposed to be the father of baby. Oh who, right, who's the husband of mother father. Who's the like? geezer with the axe then? Geezer with the axe. There's a geezer with an axe. He looks like he's got no skin on his head. And he's got yeah, he's got goggles, the red yeah. goggles. Yeah, yeah. That's baby's dad. Yeah. Right. Okay. The professor. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because he's the one who burned Tiny. He set fire to him. And and Doctor Satan is the one who's doing all the the naughty stuff to. Yeah. So. He, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm with you now. Because yeah. he, the legend was supposed to be he was hung, wasn't he? But they mm. couldn't find the body. But yeah, he's doing all the surgical stuff. Anyway, so he's done at Giza. The other girl who's dressed as Alice in Wonderland, she's running through all the tunnels. She manages to escape. Yeah. Gets out and it's daytime again. So it's gone from night time, so I'm guessing we're now on the 1st of November, if we want to keep it. Yeah, but this is very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Definitely, yeah. yeah. It's at dusk, same as the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Car coming down the road... Mm. Um, she stops it. It's Captain Spaulding. Without his makeup on. Without his makeup on. He tells her to Who get... Who the beard really looked like. Do you remember when... <laughs> do you remember when I see Liz's band play at the King's Pub in Albert Road? Yeah. It was Halloween. Uh, was you there? I don't think I was. I was dressed as Spider-Man. No. All right. Well, the beard turned up. Was he Spaulding? Spaulding? Fuck, he looked, he looked spot on like him. Did he? He looked, really <laughs> looked like him, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Um... But anyway, yeah, so he turns up, he's in the old Cadillac, whatever it is, the pink Cadillac. It's yeah. a pink Cadillac, isn't it? Is it a pink yeah. Cadillac? I think I it's a pink Cadillac. Remember. Yeah. Anyway. It's dirty. Yeah. He gets her in and she thinks she's safe. Then you see uh, Otis loom up behind her with a big fucking knife. Yeah. Uh, then it cuts back to she's been taken back to Dr. Satan, back to where she was to be experimented on. Yeah. And then it says, the end question mark or is it because obviously they, he went on to do uh, Devil's Rejects and Three from Hell so it is a trilogy so the, the spoiler alert from this for this episode is now come after we've actually spoiled the end of the movie <laughs> right in case they haven't seen it what well they don't know if it might not be the end or not well it's not well, it's not, but they might not know. What <laughs> no. do you mean? A lot of people have seen Devil's Rejects and not realised that it's a sequel to... What's, what's the third one again? Uh, Three from Hell. Ah, see, yes. See, I haven't seen that one. I well, knew that. I knew there was three of them. Yeah, that one was sort of a long time coming, but it was bit. It was filmed just before Sid Hag died and he was really ill mm. and they managed to... They managed to rec- do some of the footage with him, but mainly on a bed. So he's he's kind of written around, and they they kind of pick up another. It's either another brother or another. I think it's Otis's brother. That's right. Oh, is it? Right okay. He's the third one. Yeah. But um, go on in. What's the spoiler? Oh, the spoilers. There's sequels. <laughs> spoilers. So why did you miss the? Uh, 
You having it away? <laughs> you'll, you'll like this one. I don't know. So. It's having a <laughs> no, I wasn't actually. No. When I when I started to watch it, yeah, it started. Yeah. When she was down the tunnels, yeah. and she was trying to get away, and then she finds old bearded guy getting experimented on, and Doctor Doctor Satan. Yeah. And every, in, in other words, I started watching it uh, at the beginning of the last ten minutes of the movie. Right. Okay, so I started at the end. No, I didn't purposely do that. But you thought that was the beginning of the movie. I end. thought that was the beginning of the movie. Fucking hell. Now, you, Frank Spencer. with that, <laughs> with that, I thought, right, I've seen this movie before and I really didn't like it. Yeah. And this time I watched it thinking, fuck, this is good. This is awesome. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you're sort of down this rabbit hole. She's definitely like, like Alice That's in Wonderland. Land, yeah. And uh, she's subjected to all this. And then you see all these weird fucking characters. And there's all this like dodgy experimentation going on. Yeah. I'm thinking this is horrific. And then she 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 gets away. She barely gets away. And I'm thinking this is brilliant. Yeah. And they got right up to that point where it was like, is this the end, or maybe not? And I'm thinking, what? And that, are we are we now going to do a Christopher Nolan and go back to the yeah. beginning? And then the credits come up, and I thought, oh shit. So anyway, I thought, all right, okay, now that's the end. Now I know how it ends. Mm. All right, so we went back and watched the whole film. But then it got to ten minutes before that last ten minutes. Yeah. And then there was a problem with the film, oh. and I couldn't watch it. Oh, no. So the ten minutes of that film I couldn't watch is the is that that moment you were just talking about oh, right, really, yeah. when they go down the tunnel and there's the water. So that's why I had no idea what was going on because I right. can't remember back to two thousand and three when I first watched it. No, and so you didn't like it. I st- <laughs> and I didn't like it then. Yeah. So I started at the at the end thinking that was the beginning. Yeah, it's a shame because if it did start like that, I think I would have really enjoyed it, and okay. then went back that way. But right, yeah. go on then. So you didn't like it? <laughs> no, I didn't like it. No, no, no. I, I, no, I didn't like it. I, I thought, okay. The, the things I did like about it was I thought it, I thought it was a very ambitious film for his first film, mm. and obviously he's paying homage to a lot of the other films and genre that he liked. Yeah, I really got that. Um, and if anything, that was a ve- that was very much a an appreciation, like a showcase. Of a guy who's now a film director, yeah. sort of saying, "Look, these are all of the films I grew up with, and I love these, and this is what I'd love to be just like yeah. any of these filmmakers, yeah. and therefore I'm going to make a film which kind of says, you know, how much I enjoyed these films, and like I say, pay homage to it. But I really just thought it was a mess. I thought it was a really like a mess of a movie in terms of storytelling, in terms of filmmaking. It was just kind of." All over the show because he was playing, because he was paying too too much attention to it being a homage to all of his yeah the filmmakers that he admired. Um, again, I, if it started <laughs> that, that last ten minutes, yeah, I think it it might have had some real momentum. I thought the film was pretty dull. Really? It, yeah, I thought it was pretty dull. I got to a point and I just do you know what? In all the times I've watched films, there's only ever been one film in which I turned off. And it was, it's was it been in the last ten years, and I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. Yeah. But every film, I've always said, no matter how much I, I, I don't enjoy it, I will watch it until the end, because it might redeem itself. You redeemed yourself! Yeah. But I thought this was pretty dull. But there was moments in it that I enjoyed. Right. 
the I don't one, even think we've seen the same fucking film, man. The I one, don't get it. The one film, the one bit I really liked, yeah. and it's even making me smile now, is when the cops go to see Captain Spaulding yeah. at the yeah. gas station, and yeah. he comes out, and he's got something like a... He's got a pig's t-shirt yeah, on it, yeah, yeah. but it's like pigs as in like cops. Yeah, cops, yeah. <laughs> and nothing is said about <laughs> yeah. his t-shirt. I thought that was the funniest bit of the movie, and I really like that. Um, and the one fact that I did I did pick out for this movie, mm. um, usually I pick out a few of them, but there, there was only one, and that was because it's quite a cult. It's got quite a cult following, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so it's two thousand and three. In two thousand and fourteen. Rob Zombie acknowledged the the movie's cult following, and he did admit to himself after watching it again that it was an absolute mess. Yeah, and he's like, all I can see is floor upon floor upon floor upon floor. Now, but then I think if any director would say that about one of their earlier films or their first film compared to what they've done now, some might do because I will say that his Halloween remake. Yeah, it's good. I really like. I thought that was brilliant. I like. I liked it. It's too long. There's too much origin story in that, and the well, that's what the, they do these um, days, isn't it? Yeah, but the the actual studio and franchise had far too much input on it, which is why he said he'd never do something like that again. Was that because of the second one though? Did he did the second one, didn't he? The second one he did, but the second one is just basically. But just, that's the one that the studio really meddled in, wasn't it? But he just, it's just kill after kill after kill. Mm. That's why he, I think he just gave up with that. Yeah. But um, no, I, I think you're getting back at me for my thoughts on Inception and uh, Justice League here. No, no, no. <laughs> no, do you know what it is? No, no, I know, you know what it is? Like we, it. We, we, we both like a lot of the same films. We mm. grew up in the same period. We, we had the same appreciation. That's why we do this. Yeah. Um, and we both like a lot of... or. All, pretty much all genres of movie, um, yeah. and we both like our horrors. I think, I think when it comes to horror, I think it's that kind of genre. I think where you and I, yeah, could possibly on different ends of the spectrum. Because when when I think hot, when the horror films I kind of like, yeah, are films like um, Signs or The Shining or Hereditary or uh, The Wicker Man, Midsummer. I I yeah. like a lot of sort of psychological movies, and especially when they cross over into sci-fi, like Aliens. Yeah. I love those kind of... That's the kind of movies I like. I yeah. just... I wasn't... I just wasn't a fan of this movie. And to watch it 20 years later, I yeah. really did go in with an open mind. Hence why, accidentally starting at the end, I was thinking, yeah. wow, what a way to actually start this movie. And I no. completely forgot that. But... The thing I think, is, I, I... But I know how much you, you love this film. And I know you... you I, lo- I love horror films. I love slasher horrors. I love the old... It's not. I know what you're saying about the psychological side of it. Mm. I don't mind those films. It's like to me. I know obviously you're right in the aliens is a is a sci-fi horror, but to me that's not not really a horror film. It's. Uh, I suppose it's the gore fest. I mean, and uh, I think Captain Spaulding as a character is there now with Leatherface, Jason, and Freddy. Those are what mm. I. Those are the characters and films that I really, really like. And to be honest with you, oh, absolutely. I mean, even walking through Southie today, there was a sticker. Yeah, there's a signpost. We walked past when we walked the dog, and it's got these different stickers. And there was a Captain Spaulding one. Yeah, 
So yeah, he has become like he is synonymous with like with, with, with horror, horror and yeah, stuff, yeah. with that style of horror. I just thought he, I just thought he did a really good homage to to um, that style of horror, which very influenced by Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but he also had a lot of serial killer stuff in it as well. Mm. And, um, yeah, I, I, I really liked it. I, I, I liked it when I first saw it. I've seen it a few times. As I say, it's one of my favourite horror films. But, again, this is what I love about this little show of ours. Is that there's, <laughs> no, but because yeah. there, there are so many things that we, we watch and we talk about on yeah. this show, which we both really enjoy, and then it's really good to every now and again have yeah, that one which we disagree yeah. with, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and this is one, you know, in which we do disagree because, yeah, I, I I really didn't like it the first time. I liked it a bit more this time because I think because I started watching it at the wrong point. <laughs> yeah. um, but I wouldn't I wouldn't want to watch it again. In in all honesty, no. Um, but yeah, this is you know, it's it, it's it's worth watching these films again yeah. because you know, watching it through a different lens later on in life, you know, you, yeah. You know, you but I think getting... it's like, like you say though, with regards to us liking films, you like quite a lot of serious directors or would be considered auteurs. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I am very much in the thing of, I always look forward to when Rob Zombie's doing a film, if he's written it and he's directed it, I'm looking forward to watching that film. Well, I've got to say, I've been, I, I felt like that when he did Zombie, uh, Zombie, when he did Halloween, Halloween when yeah. he picked up the reboot, it yeah. really got my attention because as, as much as I, I've only watched this and Devil's Rejects. I didn't, I didn't bother the third one, but when he picked that one, I did think that's really interesting. Yeah. Even though it's within that horror. Have you seen Thirty One? No. That's good. That's, Is that another one of his? Yeah, it's like a horror film, but it's crossed between that kind of um, sort of saw type horror film, but also The Running Man. Oh, awesome. Okay, I'll check that one out, yeah. Um, that's good. Uh, yeah, he's, he's done he's done quite a few films now. Um, Lords of Salem, that's a that's quite a good one. That's kind of a serious one about witches and stuff. Oh, yeah, I saw the trailer. I haven't seen that one. I'll yeah. have to watch that one as well by then. Um, but, yeah, so I like I like him. I like Kevin Smith. I know we both like Kevin Smith, but yep. he's not considered a, 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 a sort of genuine director of a serious film. Well, he's always been... I've always thought of him as to be in that kind of underdog. Yeah. Underdog director. Um, but he's... Well, it's almost like he's someone who's won a competition to be a director. But... Yeah, but I don't, I don't think he wants to be up there, though, does he? I no, mean, I don't it, think he, he wants he's to be done, to... He's done some sort of bigger... Some bigger budget movies, but I think he knows... He, he, he knows his... It, I don't sound bad to say he knows his place, but I think he knows exactly where he... He should be. The thing is, he did an independent film and that became the best and most mainstream independent film yeah. <laughs> that's ever been made yeah. in Clerks. But it's, that was just so well done and dialogue-wise and that pop culture references in that. But I, just, I love what he does. That's why I find he's, he's for me, he's quite Tarantino-esque. He, he, Tarantino. just does, he does what he does. Yeah. That's it, you know. I mean, when like Tarantino is kind of like um, sort of toyed with always oh, last being movie being a Star Trek yeah. movie. It's like okay, well, that's interesting, but don't go out on that. 
because you've, no. you've written and directed your, all your own movies. I think, well, yeah. uh, Jackie Brownie adapted, didn't he? Yeah. But, I don't know why he's... don't go he's, out um, on the I don't know why he's given up. I suppose he's wanted to do ten films and that's it. I would have thought um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood should have been his last film. He should have saved that to do last because that is a, is a big love letter and, and thing yeah. to Hollywood. But... Um, um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, that was that was a house of a thousand corpses. What would you give it? I love it. Ten out of ten. Okay. Ten. You go Don't ten care. out of ten. Thank you. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, I mean, it's down to you, isn't it? It's a piece of money. I've got Spalding tattooed on the arm. You haven't, yeah, yeah. Ten out of ten. Where is he? Where? There he is. Oh yeah, of course he's. Yeah, yeah it looks like the beard. <laughs> I'd give it a three. A fucking three. That's terrible. Well, I thought it was terrible. It's not Lord of the Rings. I was terrible. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> But um, again, to each their own. Yeah. Again, you'd score that bad. I would score it not good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah. He but chose. it's definitely no, I, I, no. But I've enjoyed this, and I've really, I have enjoyed going back to watch it again. Um, you know, because you know, sometimes, like you say, you go back and you watch these films through a different lens, and it might be a film that you really liked when you were a kid, and yeah. you go back and you watch it, and you think, or look at an album, and you think, what the fuck is this? This yeah. is terrible. I remember like. It being this this great, incredible, grander yeah. kind of like high quality film, and it's just now it's like a flake and a turd. Yeah, but so, um, no, I, I still really like it. I really like. I really rate zombie. Is the good. Cool. Anyway, let's order a ruby. Yeah, I really need a pee as well. So <clears throat> that's that then. That's that. Lovely stuff. Lovely. So um, as always. Kev, I have got a couple of things to talk about. Now, all I want to talk about first of all is, you know when I trawl the internet to see if there's any uh, amusing or strange uh, stories that we can uh, retell on this pod? You go all Jessica Fletcher, don't you? <laughs> murder, she, <laughs> murder, she smelt, yeah. Now, this is the headline. Okay. This is a headline to uh, Manchester Evening News story on the, I think it was the 20th of October. Man splattered with poo after plane dumps its toilet over his garden. (laughs) (laughs) That's the last thing. (laughs) That's the last thing anyone wants when they're in the garden, is it? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it's fair that the homeowner, garden, and umbrellas were all covered in the dreadful incident. <laughs> <laughs> but the chances of him being in the garden whilst it dropped yeah. his load. Human was waste was dropped from a plane passing overhead in Windsor, which is one of the main flight paths in and out of Heathrow <laughs> Airport. The man was splattered with human waste after plane dumped its toilet over his garden. A council meeting was told. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were aiming for, aiming yeah. for the castle. <laughs> poor old got poor old John. Hotsey's out in the back well, garden, <laughs> sowing a few turnips. <laughs> but he's not been named, obviously. Who he would, said, want, "Who would want to be?" <laughs> he said it happened mid-July when flights were still reduced amid the pandemic. So that's even less of a chance, isn't it? I hope it? he did the lottery that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a mouthful of toilet. 
Airplane toilet stall passengers waste in special tanks and are normally emptied once the plane has landed. Lovely. <laughs> so. Uh, I'll just quickly, do you know what it reminds me of? Yeah. Uh, on the previous episode of ours, and you know where I'm going to go with this, it reminds me of men at work when they open oh, up the yeah. line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, uh, th- this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's something to think about when you're having a bit of a sunbathe in uh, next summer. Can you imagine that? If you were laying there and you're just looking up in the sky and you're like, what's that? Is that like a cloud? Is that like a bird? Is that a cloud or something? It's just like wallop. <laughs> oh, disgusting. Hey, there's a shit cloud coming. Run for your lives. Disgusting. It reminds me of another story which, which is equally hideous. It was a, a woman who was on holiday in LA mm. um, around the... You know the uh, board, the Hollywood, uh, Santa Monica, no. Venice Beach. No, no, no. Um, San, no. <coughs> Where all the stars are along the Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood Boulevard. That's oh, what I'm trying right. to say. She was on there getting into a taxi, an English tourist, and this homeless guy um, threw a bucket of his own shit over her, and he'd collected it. Over so to do that, and I just thought, oh my god, the awfulness of that. Yeah. Obviously, she had to go and have tests and and be treated for stuff, but that's the last. Just thing. randomly. Yeah. Just randomly. He'd planned on doing it, but just to once he, I suppose, once he'd filled the bucket, I thought, yeah, oh, she looks like someone. Look, yeah. I hope he got knocked the fuck out. I don't know. He obviously got some sort of issues, isn't he? But uh, yeah, against the British. I he wouldn't have known she was British. I just think it was whoever ever he saw. I don't know. Maybe he was sort of like walking along, caught the uh, <laughs> caught the accent. There's a limey. <laughs> <laughs> There's a limey. Anyway, that's the last thing you want when you're on a day. Ended up covered in poo. Ooh, yes. Anyway, so that's poo for this week. To poo or not to poo. Poo or not to poo. Anyway, we've uh, we seem to have had another incident. Um, so, uh, involving uh, Richard Maidley. So, we're going to. Should we pop up to uh, Maidley's Mountain? Let's do it. <laughs> hey! Quicksand and a horrible way to die. What's he been up to now? Well, obviously, he's been on um, GMTV again. He's back from his holiday, is he? Oh, his he old went? tricks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there was another one, there was another partridge. I mean, obviously, he's so partridge, it's unbelievable. But there was another thing that he did similar to the Isis Bride that I spoke about before. Where he was talking to someone about um, COVID jabs and things like that. Yeah. And it was a younger person who'd had the jab, but tragically they'd still died from contracting COVID. But again, he was just like, so, well, they were young, they got COVID, and uh, they passed away dead. So, what do you got to say about that? And it's just like, <laughs> what do you want him to say? For Christ's sake. <laughs> It's just terrible, and the the worst one that he did, and I'm going to be careful how I say this because obviously it's terrible anyway. But obviously there was that thing with um, the Tory MP who got stabbed by Nutter. Yes, basically. Yeah, that was that was horrific. horrific to happen to anyone, but the the next day, obviously it was being talked about. 
and uh, Maidley felt the need to tell us that, I mean, he was shocked when he was driving in his car. I mean, everyone was shocked, mate, not yeah. just you. But he then spoke to the MP's sort of aide, a guy who was with him on the day. Yeah. But it was just so, so awful. It's like, so you, you would have been the last person to uh, actually talk to him before he died. Well, yeah. Um, and uh, how did that feel? <laughs> what at the time, the time or looking back like, yeah what? So, but i didn't really expect this to be happening no. and i was like oh god and uh, but he just kept going so how did that feel so you would have been with him in the last few few seconds of his life and it's like what are you trying to do what are you trying <laughs> to get out of him yeah what's your what's your point and it's just like oh god but um yeah and obviously in the end of the bloke you know, broke down, so they had to leave, and I just thought, what? Why are you trying to say to him? Why are you trying to get him to say what's the what's the best outcome of this? It's fucking tragic. Yeah, it was awful, Richard. It's something I wouldn't want to go through again. Yeah, why don't you pop over to fucking Andy Peters so he can give away a million pounds in someone's fucking Land Rover, knocking on someone's door at seven o'clock in the morning with a fucking cheese eating grin? <laughs> Fuck off, Andy. Why should I not be allowed a GMT or a glass of wine with the meal yeah. on a flight because of these idiots? <laughs> and also, just on another point, uh, um, less maidly related, but today uh, we're recording this on a on, on a Monday. Is it Monday today? It is Monday. It's Monday. But um, obviously, they've released the news that Gunter from Friends yes, passed, passed away, away yeah. which is tragic. But on a news programme on Channel 5 earlier, they used that as a tagline to get people to continue watching. So a uh, member of the Friends cast has sadly passed away. Stay with us to find out who. How fucking sick is that? that is, that's, it's awful. That's going overboard, mate, that is. Fucking ridiculous. The, the last time I heard that was when Bowie died. And I was in a taxi going to work, so my car was fucked. And it was a news channel, and it was like, a major pop star has passed away. Find out who after this break. Yeah, listen to our commercials, our yeah. adverts. Please don't go away. We want yeah. your ratings. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's fucking just arse. Absolute Ass, but uh, I've also just found out today that Maidley does an agony column in one of the uh, no. nationals. So uh, stay like, tuned. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. I'm going to read some of those and find out what advice he's got to people with real problems because they're bound to be absolutely mental. <laughs> Lovely. So um, I, think we'll, I think we'll wrap it up there. Other than just to say that um, Charlie Mullins is a cunt. Is this the Rod Stewart looking motherfucker? Yeah, prick. Yeah, a picture of him here. Wanker. He does look a bit of a cock knocker, doesn't he? He does. He's I want you to tell all your friends about me. Anyway, that's enough of us fighting on about that. Let's uh, let's just fuck off. Anyway, no. and before we do, please review us and rate us on. Oh yeah, give on us the some old good podcast. ratings. Yeah, good ratings. Good you know, ratings. Um, we're open for constructive criticism. Yeah. So no, we're us... not. I'm not. Just well, fucking I mean, say just, we're good. Just, well, yeah, yeah. Just say we're great. Yeah. But if you don't like it, yeah, fuck off. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, see you on the Philippity Flop, motherfucker. See you on the other side. Boys and girls of every age, wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see the sights and other ways. Taste it, so we taste it, so we fucking scream in the tears.
kid, don't you like clowns? Why? Don't we make you laugh? Aren't we fucking funny?